Ballet's here. A crazy new year to you. Happy new year to you, Blaze. Ooh. Some kind of voice you got there. Sound like the Phantom. You could call me that. So you got a name, Phantom? Call me Evil. Evil? You bad, honey? No. Just Evil. Well, listen, Mr. Evil, uh... Do you have a vote for the top song of the year? No. Just a New Year's resolution. I'm going to commit murder at midnight. I'm going to kill someone you know. Someone close to you. Oh, we're really off to an interesting start, aren't we? Crazy trips must be a full moon. Well, let's start our own celebration here, okay? You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. It is episode 120. Welcome to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where today's episode is... Happy Brewed Beer. Brewed Beer? I just made that up because we did. <laughs> happy Brewed Beer. I like it. Okay. I was going to say Happy New Beer. Happy New Beer. I like Happy, happy Brewed Beer better. Okay. I kind of like that better. Give me one of these. Happy New Brewed Beer. Happy New Brewed Beer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> High fives all around. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And uh, today, on this this lovely Thursday <laughs> night... Um, we're actually going to be doing more of a Festivus episode tonight. Yeah, we're you gonna, know, it really is. We're going to be airing our grievances. Because <clears throat> we have many. It's we mostly do. you assholes out there. That's not true. We love you very much. Fuck you all. <laughs> and good oh, night! Oh, never mind. See we're ya. sticking with that theme. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what's going a, on, boys? You know what? It's it's been a good year. This is our year-end episode. Yeah. It's been a good year for a lot of reasons. However, the last I will say seven hours or so. Yeah. Really putting the whole thing in the shitter for me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. That's just, that's 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 just classic end of the year bullshit. Uh, right. Like, it happens every year. It really does. Classic, it, Mike. If you've had a decent year, it just it stands to reason that the very end of the year you have to you kind of have to catch up on all the the bullshit it's like this year was way too good to you here's a bunch of bullshit just catch it let, and let, uh just let, marinate in it let that roll into 2019 <laughs> with you and yeah. uh we'll have a good time yep yeah well what's so what's all the bullshit you're going through <laughs> so i i think i've talked before about how i'm starting school pretty soon right mm-hmm. and i'm taking all online classes right yeah what do you need for an online class james <clears throat> The interwebs. Ooh, besides, what do you need to use the interwebs? A cellular phone. Fingers. Um, <laughs> both correct answers. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before those things, what did you originally use that makes it most easiest? Yes. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I got it. Computer. Yeah. Guess what just died literally about 25 minutes ago? Your gerbil. 
My gerbil died? Oh, God. I wasn't supposed to tell him yet. <laughs> they said I could keep it up there for like two days. No, yeah, no. Nope. It's a, like a 15, 15 minutes tops, man. Damn it. Just ask Richard Gere. <laughs> no, my computer just died, though, and I'm all cranky about it. Yeah. I lost. Uh, hopefully, the hard drive is fine. It's just probably the operating system. Something went haywire. But, you know, it's, it's a five-year-old computer, guys. And I mean, let's be honest. It's, it's practically ancient. And he's got... He's got like 135 gigs of porn on there, and now it's just gone. It's just gone. Listen, listen. Let's not be. Let's not overdo it here. Maybe 16 gigs. Oh, oh, you far cry. You thinned it out a little bit, did you? Well, yeah. Okay. You can jerk off to the same thing twice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah. So Mike's uh, Mike's in a shit mood. So. I am. We're just gonna. The holidays have been like a bandit, and they have robbed me of my cheer. And that's it. It always happens right before the holidays, right? There's just been yeah. For me, for me, there's just been a lot going on this year. You know, it's just uh, I had fun. Don't get me wrong. I I I enjoyed my holidays, but yeah, you know, same, same here. There's but... been there has been less stressful years. I will say that. Yeah, same here. But I also just like a week and a half ago had to drop a grand on our, on our one of our cars. It was like one thing happened. And it was like, oh yeah, it'll be two hundred forty bucks. And I was like, okay, that's not so bad. That's manageable. And then literally two days later, I go, what is this clunking sound? <laughs> I take it in. Oh, that's another four hundred bucks. And then another thing and another thing. And a grand later, here we are. And I'm nice. like, uh, sorry, kids, Santa's not coming this year. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's okay. They but, won't remember. No. Hey, that's uh, <laughs> Santa Claus. They still. What's that? It's marginal anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy how was you guys' Christmases though? Uh, my Christmas was lovely we did uh, so you know we did up, up in Bad Axe a couple weeks ago so this this past uh, week or when the hell what's, what's today so it was just a couple days ago right yeah today's Thursday Christmas was on Tuesday okay so Christmas Eve we went over to Aaron's uncle's house same same deal as always they have a gigantic family so it's always cool getting together with them I saw that you made friends with uh, Pappy or not Pappy Oh uh, yeah, Pat, Pappy Van Winkle. No, I thought it was. I thought yours was Rip. No, Rip is the one that John bought for the. Uh, oh, was it? I thought. Yeah. I, th- I, wait, I thought Rip was the more expensive one. No, Pappy. Oh. So, Aaron's Aaron's uncle is aff- just affluent. <laughs> just broke. And uh, yeah, he had he had a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle sitting around, and I I actually just wanted to take a picture of it. Correction. Nobody has a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle just <laughs> sitting around collecting dust. Somewhere. Correction, he does. Uh, I just wanted. I, ooh, ooh, there, there that was is. a good one. <clears throat> I'm probably we, gonna pop. Apparently, a you didn't. Too. We apparently a, didn't drink any of that because it didn't. Uh, no hair is growing <laughs> down there yet. Uh, we have a couple of buddies who are super into bourbon, and uh, and and you know they they think they're pretty cool with their like seventy five dollar bottles and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna take a picture of this. Me holding this. And send it over because if you don't know, a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, even though it retails for about retail price is one hundred sixty nine dollars. Really? Yes, but wow. but what you actually pay is about between twenty three and thirty five hundred dollars because well, it's it's, it's, so it's very rare. it's very rare. It's like yeah. very small batch, and this was the twenty year reserve. Okay. So. So I was like, "Can I take a picture with this bottle and send it along?" Did to my, you actually my try buddy? It oh yeah. And, well, and then her her cousin Kyle's like, uh, he's like, "Just 
gets out a shot glass. He's like, just have some, man. And I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, yes, just have some. So I tried it. It was good. I mean, it it tasted like tasted like really expensive bourbon. So <laughs> we're driving home, and I look over at Aaron, and I was like, you, you realize that that tiny little shot of bourbon that I just had was like $175 worth of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> worth every penny. You know, I, I got to be and honest then, with and you. Then I the, pissed, uh... And then I went home, and I pissed. And I bottled it, and I drank my piss. Yes! Well, Save it, for me. Yeah, because once it goes through, like, oh. it, cu- it cuts it in half, but so then it was like $80, $85 that, that's how that worth it. Yeah. I would have just pissed into my wallet and hoping it, like, <laughs> and like, put it under my pillow. Put so it in your when, stocking. So when you wake up in the morning, there's dollar bills on the side. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, that was cool. And then uh, Christmas morning, spent with the kids. They had a, a good time. Went over to the in-laws after that. Spent Christmas Day with them, and... Cool. Had, a, had a had a nice little holiday. So good, man. What about you boys? Oh, travel to the old Baston, Baston, Massachusetts. Baston. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you? Uh, what kind of a time did you have there? Oh, it was lovely as well. The uh, Sarah's brother, my fiance's brother, recently bought a house there, mm-hmm. and uh, so the whole family, uh, Sarah's parents, and and myself and her went out there to flew out on Sunday, and stayed till Thursday, and she had. Uh, his his girlfriend's parents came out as well as some of their extended family from out of the country. Yeah. And everyone just hung out and had a good time, cooked some food, watched some movies, and uh, played games and stuff. Man. Did you guys, I saw that did you, you guys go to Duncan and get a crawler. <laughs> I don't I, know what that means. I saw that you played with um, uh, her family's uh, snakes. Yeah, so she's got a couple snakes over there, and so that was cool. They were. Uh, I thought that was a euphemism. I, I was diddling my finger by them, and like, come here, little baby, come here. Did you actually take them out at all? No, they, no? their dog would probably eat them. <laughs> I don't so. know. They were her her family's ball pythons. Uh, they look they looked really <laughs> friendly. Yeah, they, yeah, they just do, they just do their thing in there. But uh, well, it's funny you sent you sent us like little Snapchats of like the snake kind of in its coiled like not coiled but like strike position almost and um you know ball pythons they're just little constrictors they don't mm-hmm. get that big but um i've been watching i told you i think last week or the week before i've been watching these fucking snake handling videos mm-hmm. and ball pythons are uh, they're, they're very handling videos they're, 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 it's that it's all that porn i was telling you about um the uh <laughs> what? what 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 nothing um like one of the things that they do though is even with like, aggressive snakes if you just rig reach in and grab them they will not bite you right it's crazy like but you kind of have to have balls of steel to do that oh yeah even though getting bit it's funny the the videos that i was watching it's like this little i swear to god this girl's 75 pounds like soaking wet she's the tiniest i've seen those videos she's <laughs> the tiniest like little like petite thing and she's handling these giant snakes this sounds fucking terrible <laughs> but she does like these videos where, where like she does bite videos where she shows what to do if a snake bites you and she just intentionally gets she lets them bit. bite her and but and like she just doesn't even flinch so i'm like how does the 70 pound girl have bigger balls than me like i don't think that i could do that just let a snake bite me i got i just don't think i could do it well it's like that crazy asshole um coyote peterson yeah Yep. Like the stuff that that dude does. What's the what's what's the name of his channel? I can't uh, he remember. He does the uh, Brave Wilderness channel. Brave Wilderness. It's like, for kids, but I kind of love it. It's not. It's really not though. It's it's, it's geared. Yeah, it's, I think, it's educational, kids, but, sure, yeah. but like it's it's geared toward kids in the same way that like Jack Hanna is. Yeah, I still love watching that. Right? Or or Steve Irwin, you know, and like I still love. That got dark. Well, <laughs> Steve Irwin was, <laughs> and his kids currently are. 
But uh, yeah, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was good. You know, I I enjoyed it. it like I said, it's stressful leading up to the holidays. Once my work uh, is over, I work for a church, obviously, so it's kind of big business for us. And um, the particular church that I work at doesn't know how to do anything small, so it's the euphemisms are just going crazy today um uh, everything's just big bigger there like bigger is better so mm-hmm. there's just a lot of work that goes into it yeah um and so it's it's sort of stressful to get everything done uh worked a lot of ot and whatnot but once that was over with and i went on holiday break you know everything's great mm-hmm. you know i spent time with my family on uh on christmas day went over to uh my lady's family's place uh, after that and it was a great time i really enjoyed myself it was a nice breather after all the stressful stuff but mm-hmm. deck the halls and all that stuff. Yes. I almost tried to go visit Clown Shoe Steve. Uh, he, uh, he, well, he, he, he doesn't live there anymore. anymore. I, I know. I, I, we, uh, so he, he used to be in what? Ips, Ipswich? Ipswich. Did Ipswich. We ever, is it Ipswich or I, Ipswich? I, I, Did we ever figure that out? I asked uh, in Boston and they said it was Ipswich. 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 So we were an hour south of Boston and we took the train for the first time going up that way. And I was like, oh, Ipswich. It's at the top. And it's like, <laughs> it would have been like a two hour, like an extra hour ride north or something. So we didn't go up there, but it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. So what's up, Clown Shoes Steve? What up? Well, now he's like... Or what up, Steve? Back, <laughs> just he's Steve like, now, right? Back Pew Brewing. Is that who he works for now? Is that what it was? Uh, I think it was Back Pew. Yeah, I forget. Steve, if you're out there, correct us. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no. Cool. Like I said, holidays were good. we got the New Year's coming up. Yeah. Going to drop some balls. Drop some balls. Drink some champagne. Too much champagne. Too much. You always go crazy with the champagne. Uh, you think I do. You do. No, you think I do. Every year people think I drink like two bottles of champagne. I drink one. It's my yearly thing. I drink a bottle, which I probably won't do this year. But I drink one bottle of champagne and then I fill that bottle with water. Oh, no one and nobody shyster. and nobody's any of the wiser. So I'm actually sobering up while everybody else is just getting shit housed. What a shyster. And I wake up feeling amazing in the morning. What a dick. Ah, the French. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you kept that. That's amazing. Oh, that was boy. a quick pull. That was. That's why, he, that's why, that's why Jake, he's the architect. Yeah, that's why he's the architect. He does um, this for a living. Yeah, we, um, <clears throat> we're going to be party hopping, I think, for New Year's this year. So I think the whole bottle of champagne, either I'll do it at the second location or not at all. Why so. don't you take the Uber? Well, we could. I guess once we get back to my area, we could. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be a terrible idea. Yeah. Takes you. Uh, yeah. It's a good thanks, idea. Thanks yeah. For the idea. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I it's just probably gonna, a little. It's, pro- <laughs> it's probably going to cost like $9,000, but. Mm. Uh, you know what? We um we Ubered from Gross Point to Dearborn, which is probably about. It's like a 40 minute drive. Yeah, half an hour. I think it was more like a half an hour. It's only 35 bucks. Really? Yeah. Did it for a wedding uh, last weekend. Yeah. Wow. So, not bad. Wow. Zauba. 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 All right. Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess tonight. We're professionals. Uh, Pro- I can't say it. We're professionals. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh, we just we just missed the second. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hold on. The French. <laughs> so stupid oh boy all right uh so speaking of speaking of the french let's get into corrections (laughs) (laughs) fuck stupid you're so stupid (laughs) sorry um correct sorry i'm looking up the uh the director for the uh, movie we watched tonight which is a secret Ooh. unless you've seen our poster um (laughs) the movie he directed before new you i can't say the name was called uh three-way weekend 
three-way weekend. I don't think it was a porno, but it, it probably should be. Sure sounds like it. Um, okay, anyway, uh, corrections. Uh, I only listened <laughs> to approximately 10 minutes of our show last week, oh. and I already had two corrections, so I figured, you know what? I'm just going to correct these two and let the rest ride. <laughs> AKA, I just didn't have time to finish the episode. Uh, but what I have here is uh, Greenfield Village, the, the local historical village that is uh, around our parts we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I said it was built in the 40s. Around your parts? Around my parts. Mm. I said that it was built in the 40s. It was not. Uh, it was dedicated in 1929 <clears throat> and opened to the public in 1933. Oh, my. So a little older than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, um, the saw that you were talking about. That, oh, the cuts peop- that cuts people's uh, feet off yeah. is actually pronounced jiggly. Jiggly? Jiggly. Where'd you find that? Uh, I watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos of people getting their shit cut off. Nah. And finally, a doctor said the name of the saw he was using. The jiggly saw. But it, was, but it was an Indian doctor. And I only say that because his accent could have pronounced it maybe differently. But he called it a jiggly saw. Jig- jiggly saw. Jiggly. Now, yeah. he, he pronounced the hard J. So maybe like it's, jiggly saw. Yeah. But huh. maybe it's supposed, like I said, he has an accent too, so maybe he wasn't saying it 100% sure. correct, but. So how about those videos? Pretty gnarly, huh? <laughs> right? Isn't that Can't crazy? Can't believe it wasn't butter. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is effective. Well, one, I, of, them, like, one I always... of them got stuck and the saw kept oh, breaking. No. <laughs> so... Oh, God, what? <laughs> yeah. Like the saw itself like, yeah, snapped? Yeah, like the uh, handles he was holding on to kept pulling off of the uh, thing. Oh, and no. they had to put a new one in. Oh, my and gosh. the guy was just screaming. Yeah. No, it didn't happen. No. <laughs> I think actually, uh, in Hereditary, doesn't um, doesn't Tony Collette cut her own head off with one of those at the end of the movie? I don't think that's possible. But well, she was possessed. Oh, that's possible. By Payman, not by Payman, but by the cult or by whatever. By David Paymer? <laughs> <laughs> no. The guy from the Pickle movie. <laughs> hey, the Pickle movie. Justin's sister worked on that. The pickle recipe? What are you doing over there? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I was do- working with my jiggly. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it? That's it for corrections? That's all I got. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to try and get this shit show back on track. So this week, uh, it's our year end. Uh, the end of the year, that means. And, that, that, that's, that means. Uh, so it's our it's our New Year's. Uh, the, this will be coming out on the 30th, I the believe, 30th, right? correct. So almost New Year's Eve. We almost made it. So, uh, in honor of that, we watched a, a spicy little gem that goes by the name New Year's Evil. Yes, from 1980. Yes. And actually, it was pretty... I, I liked it. We'll get to yeah, it. We'll get, get, to we'll it. get into it. But yeah, there's this movie is not near as bad as it should have been. <laughs> um, so, it, the movie is called New Year's Evil, and for this, Michael went and picked up... What do you, what do you drink at New Year's? Like when that ball is dropping... What are you pounding? <laughs> Your mom. <laughs> and today we're... You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, James. Champagne. Oh, the <laughs> That's Ch- what we're pounding. French champagne. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, yes, champagne. You, you pop the cork on a bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. Toasty Osti, if you're me. That is my my champagne of choice. Okay, yeah, me too. You know what? Have any of us ever had real champagne? It's gross. Yes, fucking fucking Brian brings it to to, uh, New Year's Eve every year. It's like, oh, I got a bottle of... Um, yeah, and tries what's, the, what's the expensive shit called? Uh, not Dom Perignon. No, he didn't know he had Dom. It, oh, oh no, yeah, yeah, no, it was. he had Dom. Yeah, because yeah, he got it for free or something and he's like, like that. He's like, he was like, he wasn't showing it off, but you could tell he was like drinking it with his pinky out. Like, well, he, he let us of. he let us try it. It was gross. It was gross. Give it's me a, give me a bottle of what ten dollar. 
toasty, toasty that's, it. that's it. Any day of the week. Because I like sweet champagne. I don't like Moet, and, though. And that, uh, I think Moet's yeah, gross. Well, Moet's but... also kind of expensive, isn't it? I don't. I thought it was the same as toasty. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the Dom Perignon, not a fan. It was nope. too dry. It was gross. I, I liken it to how, um, excuse me, how the first time I ever had really expensive cognac, I thought it was gross. Like I will, when, I would, I will take. You, a, when did you have really expensive? Cognac? It was a while ago, so I will give it this. Perhaps my palate wasn't quite expanded yet. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, but I did like whiskey and stuff at the time. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was new to the you know uh, liquor game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, someone that I knew uh, had some, and their bottle that they were saving uh, broke. It like fell off the shelf, and the uh, top cracked, and so he had he had to pop it. So he just gave you a straw, and you had to well, suck it up off the floor. No, 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 it didn't shatter. This isn't that it, good. It, it didn't shatter because there was like a foil on it, though. So when it fell, it just like the the glass like slivered. Yeah. And so you know what are you gonna do with it? But it was it still held together. Sure. So he just very carefully took the top off, and we you know poured it into a, a decanter. Uh-huh. Um, but at that point, it's open, so we obviously had some, and like it was like a two thousand dollar bottle. Two thousand dollar bottle. What he said? Holy shit! Um, I don't. I couldn't tell you what it was. Like I said, it was a long time ago. But I do remember tasting a note and just being like, "This, this is gross." Yeah. It's kind of like the the uh, the old rip that we had. Well, yeah. I was not a fan of the old rip. Well, so the pappy that I was talking about earlier, there's a there's the Rip Van Winkle, which is like the two hundred dollar bottle. Yep. We had some of that. I yeah. It every time I took a sip, it gave me heartburn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't I, a big fan. I, it, to me, it just tasted like you were drinking, and you know, lighter fluid. You know what? The whole <laughs> once once a you. bottle of liquor goes up over the thousand dollar mark, or even the five hundred dollar mark, or whatever. Like, uh, I hate to say this because especially if there's any like people out there who are listening to this who are really into like expensive alcohol. Yep. There, it gets to a point where. No, it's not going to taste any better than a certain dollar value. Like sure. you're basically just paying for the brand name at that sure. point. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. This was. Oh, it was. It was really fun and exciting to take a shot of a twenty three hundred dollar bourbon. Sure. But it still tasted. It was really good. It was good bourbon, but it still tasted like bourbon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was um, like, is this really a, is this really worth twenty three hundred dollars? Like like, and it's just like you're paying for the you're paying for the label. But then again I mean? though, you get a bottle like Johnny Walker Blue. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people say they don't care for it. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Johnny Black, uh, or especially Double Black mm-hmm. is fantastic. Uh, I also really like blue. Blue is like a, a two hundred and forty, two hundred and fifty dollar bottle of uh, booze. It is? Yeah. Uh it used to be like three. It actually came down like like maybe seven eight years ago because i used to work at a party store and i remember seeing it was like 2.99 for a bottle yeah but um but that i actually do like like if i had 300 lying around or 250 whatever and i could spend it on that you know if my computer didn't die or you know my car didn't die <laughs> or you know Your whatever gerbil didn't die my gerbil didn't die i didn't poor, have to have surgery to thing. remove said gerbil yeah, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> No, like, like that would be a bottle that I would invest in to keep because I think that it is good and I would drink it on a rare occasion. Yeah. But like, to me, to spend twenty three hundred dollars on a bottle of booze, as much as I like booze, you're basically, <laughs> it's just not worth. You're it. basically just swinging your nuts at that it point. It's just not worth it. Do you know how many ten dollar hookers you can get <clears throat> with twenty three hundred dollars? Two hundred thirty. That's a well, lot of ten dollar so for a man who buys a lot of uh, ten dollar hookers at two twenty three. Move the decimal over ten. <laughs> ten of them. 
got to include tax <laughs> and doctor's visits, post-doctor's visits. <laughs> I oh, hope you guys are enjoying this Lord. story. Um, anyway, no, back I, on I track. I don't know, man. Like a $40 bottle of bourbon is just fine with me. Yeah. Or um, f- shit, a $19 bottle of bourbon is fine with me. You get kind of dicey at the $19 Dude, mark, I can but... I can drink Jim Beam and have a fine time. Oh, but then so you got to pay for the doctor's visits. <laughs> and the... <laughs> but even but even like a bottle of Jack's like $26, $27. 24 24 $24. Well, plus Jack's, so, you know. That's, that's a nice, affordable bottle of booze. I don't know. Justin, why are you pulling your pants down? It was riding up in my nuts from oh, okay. all the doctor's visits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, so the beer we're drinking tonight is called Champagne Velvet. You know, with a name like that. And I, I actually really like this label. It's very sort of old school looking. I'm guessing our buddy Alex Sheldon would really like this because it, it looks like the type of thing that would be hand-painted yeah. in a saloon. It uh, it is you yeah. know what I mean like an old glass sign yeah you know, like he makes however Absolutely. the 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 it's champagne velvet brand beer and the beer is just in like the dollar bill yeah. font <laughs> which then, makes no sense and then the uh, the little subtitle here the beer with the million dollar flavor Ooh. so we're gonna see we'll be the judge of that James n- knows what a fraction of that tastes yeah, like exactly so, uh, a legacy honored by Upland Brewing Company do we know where Upland is. It's, uh, it was it's not down. I don't think it's down under, so I don't think it's Australia. Oh, it's not downland. Bloomington, <laughs> Indiana. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, best before to... April 2019, guys. Oh, I got a good one this time. Good. Well, let's crack it's... this, baby. The, the Old Man Brown. It almost brown, sounded like a champagne cork. The Old Man oh, Brown. Smells like money. Color on this can is yeah, very I, appealing as well. I have a feeling like this is the, when I, because this is a premium Pilsner. I have a feeling that when I taste this, it's going to take me back to the days of, <laughs> like, this is probably something that our, our grandfathers would drink, you know don't, what I mean? Don't it, drink yet, just smell. smell See if you get the canned dog food kind of whiff from oh it. My, oh, oh, dude! My God. Dude, it does have a canned dog food oh, smell. this is awful. I'm going to love this. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's Cheers. Uh, let's travel Ooh. back to a better time, boys. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Not over the, not over the computer. Yeah, sorry. That tastes like something that should absolutely come out of a plastic 40. That's what that tastes oh. like. <laughs> do they even make plastic oh, yeah. 40s? Oh, they yeah. Really? Do. Oh, yeah. Well, I just drank half Ooh. the can, and I got to say, I like it. There's a there's a bitter bitter residue that is left on your tongue. <laughs> bitter beer face. Uh, it's not uh, It's not bad. No, it's not it just, great either. It tastes <laughs> like beer. It, it just I've, tastes like a beer, which is like I've every had, once in a while on this show, we drink so many... Like double IPAs and American India. Well, those would be IPAs, uh, stouts and shit like that. Like every once in a while, it's just nice to have a beer that tastes like beer. You remember those old commercials uh, for warheads, and they would give like the grandma a warhead, <laughs> and her mouth was like permanently sucked in. Yeah, that's kind of the aftertaste. Well, it's the same getting. as the uh, Fosters commercials, the yes. bitter, bitter beer face yeah, yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you you'll definitely get bitter beer face with this beer. I don't know, man. Like it kind of reminds me of like uh, black label. Black or label, exactly. You go to the Crowfoot, have yourself a nice two dollar black label. But black label is good beer flavored beer. I this is like I don't think this is bad. I don't think that it's as good. I'm just saying, well, million dollar taste. You are not. It's got that. Uh, to be fair, you don't know what a million dollars tastes like. You can't not smell dog food whenever <laughs> I go to drink this. It doesn't taste like dog food, though. It doesn't, but it definitely God, smells it like dog food. That's weird. 
or like, like the dry, wet, like, like, like the, the dry when you no, open think, the bag. I think the wet dog food. You for open sure. that can up. Yeah. Oh, either or. That's bizarre. How it's bizarre. really it's really off putting. I like it. Uh, hey, I'm gonna drink it anyway. So. Well, all right. That's what we're drinking. Thank God. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. Okay, so uh, here's the deal. Being that my computer decided to crash, I lost all my news. Uh, and, and my nudes. Stupid computer. Fake news. Fake nudes. <laughs> Fake, nudes. <laughs> Fake nudes. Fake nudes. <laughs> I totally want nude pictures of Donald Trump to just be leaked now. Fake nudes. I don't do a good Donald Trump. John uh, does an alright John one. does a decent one. Yeah, he thinks. Fucking John. <laughs> um, all right, so here's the deal. Uh, I got a couple things of news here, though. Uh, first off, um, I do need to start off the news the way that I just love to, mm. and that is with a birth. Oh, really? Fonz Scuttle is not born yet. Oh, God. Fonz Scuttle is roommate Jen's Stop baby. Stop doing this to me. This is two weeks in a row that you did this Soon. to me. Next week. Likely, you gotta, there you, will be a font scuttle. You got a text world. message on the on the show last week, and you're like, "Oh, Jen's going into labor." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> nope, not really. It's just my asshole friend. So on the opposite end of that, someone died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Uh, Sorry. Uh, do you know who M.T. Gary is? M.T. Gary. He was in John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, uh his oh, name was. Was uh, he? Uh, did he play? Um, this guy. Windows. This guy. I know he played M.T. Gary. That's this character. Wait, name. he oh he played that guy. Oh yeah, okay. Yep. What's his actual name? Uh, his actual name is Donald Moffat. Uh, he died at the age of eighty-seven this week. Um, uh, he uh, the cause was uh, as the New York Times reports was complications from a recent stroke. Uh, but at eighty-seven years old though, a big long life. Yeah. You know, guy guy did good. He won two Tony Awards. Oh. Cool. Uh, he dude had a great great career. He was in uh, Logan's Run, uh, the right stuff, a lot of other stuff that wasn't horror, but. In, in the horror world, like I said, the thing is easily the biggest thing that he did. Yeah. So um so you know, as Kevin Smith says, big bucket of a win for this guy. Mm-hmm. Age seventy years old is nothing to scoff at. Rest in peace. So rest in peace to uh, Donald Moffat. A big swig of uh, champagne Sh- velvet in your honor, my friend. Champagne shit beer. All right. Um, let's see here. Moving on. Um, I just gotta get this one out of the way. There's a new Child's Play movie coming out. Yeah. Have you seen any of the advertisements for the new Child's Play? It's like very, they're very like hand-drawn cartoons. Oh no! They they look like this. That's oh, just a, that's just a okay. That's just a portion of one of the posters. Sure. Right. All right. Um, the there's no real news. Suffice it to say, it looks like shit. That's all. <laughs> it's not really news. I'm just telling you, it looks like shit. My and, buddy and me. <laughs> and it does not look like it, indicative of child's play. <clears throat> um, let's see here. New Line gave an oh, update. Oh, that was the whole. That That's, was it. It just that was sucks. A, <laughs> I just don't like it. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when Mike doesn't have his computer. <laughs> hey, did you see your new child's play? It's hand drawn. Looks like shit. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that's, that's the news. This is what you Next. people. This is what you people pay for. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, new line mm-hmm. gave an update on um, the new Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Really? Yes. The official statement on the reboot is: it'll happen eventually. <laughs> 
totally it. All of the all of the news is just riveting this week. I'm guessing they uh, Gamespot Gamespot didn't did a uh, uh, did an interview with uh, David Leslie, Um, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. He's the writer, apparently. No, uh, that's and he goes, news. Nothing is percolating just yet. The Conjuring universe is sort of first and foremost uh, on the horror burner. Everybody wants to see Freddy again. Uh, Freddy again, I think. So it's inevitable at some point. That's that's that was that's the news. Nice, nice tying the word percolating in with the phrase horror burner. That's pretty cool. Wasn't, well, he's a writer, so I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, don't, don't look at me. It wasn't. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It wasn't me. Um, so yeah, basically, it's just percolating is a is an underused word. That's a cool word. It's like when you're brewing coffee. Yeah, but also if you're Mary J. Blige. Let's get it percolating. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I got two rules. Yeah. Stay away from my percolating. <laughs> And do you got any percolating? <laughs> I almost watched that movie the other night. <laughs> Goon. Goon. What, a, good what movie. a great movie. The second one came out recently. I didn't, I didn't see it, though. I haven't seen the second I one. I need to see it. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the news. Um, it'll happen at some point. Oh, that's, cool. That's, news is riveting this week. <laughs> um, uh, before I get to the last bit of news, for the last time this year, what's new on Blue, my 2018 baby? No, nothing. I refuse. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, we got got a couple of things. Uh, From Arrow Video coming March 2019, fans in the UK, sorry US and Canada, you pricks, fans in the UK will be getting the classic Japanese horror franchise Ring, or Ringu as you might know it, uh, in a brand new Blu-ray collection. The collection will include the original Ring trilogy as well as the lost original sequel, George Lita's Spiral, which I didn't know that there was a lot. I had they, no idea they, either. They put Lost in quotations. So this is a collection of the original <laughs> Japanese. The original J-Horror Ringu trilogy. Cool. Including this Lost sequel, which I had I didn't I didn't even know about this. Uh, called Spiral. <laughs> hmm. uh, the collection is loaded down with bonus content and will be available on March eighteenth, twenty nineteen, and. It will come. I it's it sounded like oh, will you, it? it sound it will come. It sounded <laughs> like you have a couple different options, but one of those options is the option of stunning yes. steelbook packaging. So Love it. get get hard for that one. Uh, and the only other one that I've got because it was pretty slow week, <clears throat> also from Arrow, and also loaded down with a Wait, are you saying there's no Scream Factory this no week? No Scream Factory. What I don't believe you. I think you missed something. Well, if you remember, if you remember, I I missed last week because mm, I was getting our games together. That's true. I could have gone back and done those, and I'm I'm sure there was some Scream Factory stuff in there, but who cares? Fuck it. Um, <laughs> if uh, you're a fan of the show and you're a fan of hearing about Scream Factory, fuck you. That that's all I'm gonna say this week. It's the end of the year. That was mean. We don't care. Mike's just in a mood. <laughs> He's just fuck everybody. Fuck you. I am in a mood. Fuck me. All right. So also from Arrow, uh, hitting the U.S. and Canada. Hey. They uh, thought about us this time. On March 19th, my birthday. Ooh. Uh, and I, Happy birthday. And I couldn't care less about this one. <laughs> the classic 1975 Giallo film, Strip Nude for Your Killer. You know, I've heard a lot about this movie because it's getting this reissue recently. Yeah. And I kind of want to watch it now, just because it's getting a lot of press for whatever reason. I will watch it, but okay. Um, I could I could take some shit from probably a... A good portion of people here. We'll do it. 
I'm not. I just never got into Giallo. I, they're hit or miss for me. You I know, just, I, I, like whenever I watch them. I mean, obviously there's some. Uh, obviously there's some big hitters. You know, sure. That you know, if you watch a Dario Argento or a Bava, or mm-hmm. you know, any, like any of the the Bava, the Bava, like any of the any of the or Fulci or like any of the big hitters in the Giallo uh, subgenre, then yeah, sure. You know, but what I the- just I I never got super into Giallo as as a genre though, and yeah. uh, I don't know, I just don't I don't enjoy them the way other people do. One of one of the unsung heroes, I believe, of of like giallo filmmaking is uh mario bava's uh brother actually is a filmmaker yeah luigi bava mm-hmm. um he <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me so, so it was like it was like a revelation i was like oh my god mario and luigi you gave me such this, a stone sober like oh who, oh luigi bava yeah <laughs> the, the super giallo brothers Oh my god. That needs to happen. You know that, you know, the, uh, so Mario, the Mario brothers, right? Yes. So they're brothers, and they're the Mario brothers, so that would make his name Mario Mario, and his name Luigi Mario. In, uh, in the movie, I'm pretty sure that's their name. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, he actually says, my name is Mario Mario. Mario 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 and Luigi Luigi Mario. Mario. Like, they actually, that's... Does he really say that? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in ages. I watched it, like, maybe a year and a half ago. It's dude. It's so, so, so good. So if you're wrong about that, then that's a that's a big correction. I will, I will rewatch it. Give me a reason to rewatch well, if, if you, Super if you, Mario if Brothers. If you've watched it with Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> if you've watched it within the past year, and you can't say for sure whether or not they say that, no, that, that I, that's a problem. I will, I will put a bet on it. How about that? Let's put a bet on it right now. What do you now. want to bet? I don't know. Let's bet. Uh, Let's bet your virginity. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know where that is. Give <laughs> me track it down if you want. <laughs> Um, it's probably in therapy at this point, but uh, let's put a bet on it. Let's uh, let's let's put a let's, let's put a little five around it, a little five spot. Five spot. Little Lincoln. I was gonna say, uh, what? How much did this beer cost? Uh, Eight ninety nine. We'll put in no million dollars. Is that million? Oh, million dollars. <laughs> we'll put in. We'll put eight ninety nine on it. Eight ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Eight ninety nine. Yeah. Plus tax, so ten bucks. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> 10, 13, or That's whatever. Time. I was going to let you hook on a five spot. And... You just jumped it to 10. So. Mike, I am made of money. I drink $2,300 <laughs> bourbon. I was going to say scotch. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm drinking. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's all. It's on blue. Okay. Um, so speaking of uh, whiskeys and uh, expensive whiskeys, uh, if you are a whiskey connoisseur, there is a new bottle hitting the market. Which mm. you can pre-order right now. Uh, barrels have not been tapped yet, but if you're a fan of the Predator series, mm-hmm. you can now get Dutch whiskey. Yeah. Dutch. Dutch is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Dutch. I was like, I was like, real, uh, real slow on the uptake. Yeah, today. I, was like, <laughs> I just thought you meant Dutch, like, oh, like, like from the, the like, from, yeah. Yeah, from like the Dutch. Yes, like the Dutch. <laughs> the no, Dutch. you mean you mean Dutch, okay, Dutch yes, whiskey. So it's whiskey based on <clears throat> Dutch. Uh, the label, the the logo on the label is a helicopter. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Um, yeah, it's basically like for Arnold Schwarzenegger lovers. Like there's there's Dutch whiskey that you can buy. And like I said, it's a pricey bottle. How much? It's a really really pricey bottle. So Hit you have to be it. a huge Schwarzenegger fan to be able to afford this. Yeah. Um, you're looking at. Uh, Three thousand four hundred and ninety-nine pennies. 
<laughs> I don't know. I can't do that math. Is it thirty? Is it thirty-nine bucks? Thirty-five dollars. Three thousand four hundred ninety-nine. Oh, three thousand four hundred nine. I thought you said three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. So it's thirty-five bucks. It's thirty-five dollars a bottle. Yep. Well, shit. You should probably pre-order one. Go to DutchWhiskey.com and you can get it. Uh, it's expected to be released uh, in April of twenty nineteen. We haven't did. We we haven't <laughs> did. We haven't done any of the uh, Predator movies yet. Mm. So we could do like a little. Uh, we could do like a little retrospective. I heard the and... new one didn't really get all that great of. Uh... Great reviews. See, I have not I've, seen it yet. I've, so I, I've seen people put it on their like worst of 2018 list, and then really? I've, I've seen other people swoop in and say this movie is not as bad as everybody say, it's, says. I it think is. it's an expectation thing. You know, you have a huge franchise. Yeah. You know, it's just like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. People expected one thing. It's not that bad of a movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, that, sorry. That, that Sarcasm doesn't, doesn't, doesn't always come across. It doesn't. Yeah, that movie sucked. Um, it is funny though. This is the the official description of uh, the Dutch whiskey. Uh, filling a glass, the aroma digs in like an Alabama tick. Knock knock. This is quality. You take a sip, and the smooth taste smooth taste takes you away on a chopper of blended flavors, like a rescue team, not assassins. Another sip, and your mind wanders into exotic Valverde, where the jungle comes alive and takes you on a journey filled with cold mud baths, waterfall diving, and trophy hunting. It makes Cambodia look like Kansas, but you want more. Because your appetite for adventure is as big as a house. <laughs> the dude who wrote that, <laughs> wrote that is so proud of himself. <laughs> this is Dutch bourbon whiskey. When you're in a world of hurt, a sip of old painless will have you saying, I'm going to have me some fun. Hell yeah. I'll drink the shit out of that. Right? What's the bottle look like? Is it cool? Uh, yeah. Here. Um, let's see here. Nope. That's just a barrel and a glass. Uh, that's pretty cool though too. That's a cigar in a glass. Also very cool. That's just the logo. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Gotta go back up here. I don't know how to work Max, so I'm just <laughs> manually uh scrolling up. Here you go. There's your there's your Dutch whiskey bottle. Oh, would you like Actually it looks kinda cool. I kinda like it. Yeah, it's very cool. You should get tattoos of that. Absolutely. On our foreheads. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe at episode one fifty, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> We were we supposed to get a, tattoos. Uh, I got mine. You didn't uh, get yours? Six, at, at 60 episodes. One year. Oh, 70 episodes ago. You didn't get oh, yours? We were supposed to get them at episode 50, right? At the one year, at the one year mark, right? Well, I guess 52, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, we... No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was episode 50, and then 100 came around, and we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> but you didn't get yours? Did you get yours? Yeah. Let's see it. It's it. You can't really see. I got my my Dougal Glaublin, whatever it's called, the hanging thing in the back of your throat. <laughs> your I got, uvula. Yeah, I got that tattooed <laughs> on the backside, so you can't even see it. Oh God, I wonder if anybody's ever done that. Someone will now. Oh my God. I've seen people get it pierced before. Yeah, that's. I have seen that. That's. You'd feel like weird. you had something stuck in your throat all the time. All the time. It'd be the worst. <laughs> you'd just be gagging all the you time. Have, you, check out my new. Oh, you you check out my those, new pier. Oh, you get one of those upside down horseshoes. Like, what are you doing? I'm choking on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, uh, is that it for the news? That's that's all we got. All right. That's it. All right, you guys. So it's it's a day today. We're having a day. <laughs> we right? are having a day. Like, I know Mike's had a long day. I got up at two a.m. to catch a flight back home. I was from... up with the. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, just it's we, we could all. You were up late with the. Uh, no, of your I was kids. up. I was up early with a pukey kid. So we could all use some coffee, right? Yeah. It doesn't take long to brew a cup of coffee, right? Yeah. Well, here's yeah, our stupid really fact of the day. So yeah, if nice. you yelled. For eight years, seven months, and six days, you would have produced enough heat or enough sound energy to heat one cup of coffee. 
<laughs> and go. <laughs> so if three of us did it, it would only take us like three three years. Yeah, something like that. Well, do you guys have three years to spare? Let's do it. I do. <clears throat> yeah, totally. I could really go for a cup of coffee <laughs> in three years from now. <laughs> Two years later, we're all just sitting around a cup of coffee yelling at it still. <laughs> it's still cold. It's lukewarm. <laughs> You'd have to have a way to harness that heat, though. You know what I mean? Well, that's just me. You can't just... That's just me, baby. <laughs> Everybody just scream directly into Mike's mouth, and his body will retain the heat, and then we'll set a cup of coffee on his belly. <laughs> Obviously, that would work, but the energy created from it, so that's how much, that's how much energy it would take to... Uh, yeah. They don't call me Hot Weird. Palms for nothing. Hot Palms? Just, just cup that coffee. <laughs> just, I... oh, All right. All right, cool. <laughs> well, that's it for your stupid fact of the day and your news. Boom! That was the news for 2018, the last time of the year. Mm-hmm. We're uh, you're welcome that it was that it went so smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a very quick break. Very needed break. A very quick needed break. Uh, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about one of the most fascinating serial killers to ever strike on New Year's. How about that? Evil. Throughout this Dulce, faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. So I just made uh, I just made Justin and James the uh, two J's if you will JJ. All right. <laughs> you guys, you guys are my partner JJ. All right. All right. There you go. All right. <laughs> Sorry, don't don't fuck with the formula. I just made them watch the trailer for uh, us, the new Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. Uh, and we will be talking about this at length, I'm sure, next week. But goddamn, I got the chili willies. So call the police so and the fireman. So good. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so this week, though, we are talking about a movie called... <laughs> I'm moving past it. Uh, a movie called New Year's Evil from 1980. Now, why, yeah, now this, why are this we talking movie, about this? This movie, make a dragon want to retire, man. Make a dragon want to retire. <laughs> God, God damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Say my about. name. You know who I am. God damn. Come on, you, Jay, he, he didn't get your reference uh, when you said it at first. I still doesn't get it. Is it Carry James? on. Is it's it a, a Bruno Mars song, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> it's like oh. one of the funnest songs to dance to at funnest? a wedding. Funnest? Funnest, yes. It's a fucking word, you <laughs> idiot. <clears throat> All right, so uh, we're talking about New Year's Evil, and what were you going to say about... I was just going to say, the reason we are talking about New Year's Evil is because in uh, two days from the release of... Or a day from the release of this episode... Uh, is New Year's Eve. Is evil. And evil. <laughs> so, uh, New Year's Evil. During a New Year's Eve celebration, a Los Angeles disc jockey receives a phone call saying that when New Year's strikes in each time zone, someone will be murdered and she will be the last one. He never specifically says that. Uh, he does not. That's the inference of the, uh, of the detective on the case. Correct. So, Correct. way to... Way to fuck it up again, IMDb. So here's so here's the thing about this flick. Um, 
when we when we decided this is what we were going to watch, you know, we figured we'll just do a fun episode, just do one movie, you know, real, you know, low key, whatever. Not a whole lot into it. Yeah. Um, and I had always heard of this movie. You would, I don't think that you had ever even heard of it. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. Well, you were actually you were as actually, familiar with it as I was. Actually, it more so. I, I, it's not. It's not so much that the uh, the name struck a struck a, a chord with me. It was the poster, mm. because every time I see this poster, this one right here. Yep. It's always reminded me of, uh, where did it go? I, I don't know, James. Clockwork Orange. Look. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's I like could definitely see that. Same same deal with like the 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 guy, his <clears throat> hand coming out of the picture, holding the switchblade, sinister yep. look on his face. I feel like it almost was probably yeah, ripped like, off directly from Clockwork Orange. It very well could, and there's definitely, you know. I mean, similarities. I mean, even so much as like, look at look at Clockwork Orange. He's in this uh, triangular, triangular shape, yep. and if you look at it's, New Year's yep. Evil, the way that the, the yeah the way that it, it's ripped is uh, a triangular yeah, shape. I'd yeah, buy it's that. A, it's a ripoff. I'd buy it. Uh, so this is a canon movie. I actually did not know <clears throat> that this was a canon movie, uh, and you're always in for a treat with you know early 80s canon flicks mm-hmm. uh if you've never seen the movie electric boogaloo the story of canon watch it uh it's a documentary about the crazy days of canon video back have, in the 80s have you ever actually seen yes. electric boogaloo uh no i've not oh i have i've not what about what about electric boogaloo 2 is that the one with vin diesel maybe wasn't Vin Diesel in Electric Boogaloo too? I don't. know. Or was he just in break dancing videos? I think he might have just been in like break dancing. Or was it Electric Boogaloo Two Breakin? Is that what it was called? Fuck, I don't know. I think so. Something, something like that. Something like that. <clears throat> uh, I do know that Vin Diesel used to sell uh, street sharks. He used to what? That's exactly what I said. Street sharks. The, the you know the action figures based on the cartoon. There is a video on YouTube of oh. Vin Diesel oh, yeah. giving a, a demonstration of street sharks. Is that what they were called? Street sharks? Yeah. I thought they were called something else. Uh, like pavement yeah. fish? <laughs> <laughs> no, pavement I fish. Don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway the canon movies, though, they're they're always just fun. You know, they're, they're usually absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and this is a bit of an exception. I, uh, I will say this. This movie... Is I'm not gonna say that it's the greatest movie ever. It's it's definitely not. It's schlocky and definitely full of '80s goodness that mm-hmm. doesn't always translate into you know making a good movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's fun, and the overall theme of this movie, I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really smart idea for a slasher, um, and I think that this type of movie is is. A perfect candidate for a either remake or at least a reimagining using the same theme. You think so? I really do. Um, I, I think they could do it really well. Like picture this movie, you know. So, so just if you have not seen this, um, it's basically you have like this uh, this radio DJ that's like the host of this club. She's the hotness at the time. The hotness, yeah. So she's the hotness of the club. And uh, they're on this live radio broadcast and they have like phone lines where you can call in and say like your what New Year's resolution or whatever it is. Uh, I think they were doing a countdown, which I didn't really understand this because the whole movie they're playing rock music mm-hmm. and they were doing a they were doing a, uh, a countdown of the best synth pop songs well, yeah, of the year. It was like a punk rock new wave bar, though, or, or club. I yeah. think is what it was supposed to be. the The made up band Shadow was the band that was playing. Which the theme song for this movie 
is just the best. You mean New Year's Evil? Just the best. <laughs> it was funny how they <laughs> reused it twice in the movie. And well, then, three times, including the end credits. But they they re, they reused it twice in the movie, five minutes apart. And they broke the fourth wall with it too, because you have the movie, or you have a song that's being played in the actual movie by a band playing it live, and then you have it as like a theme throughout the movie. Yeah, it's kind of like a fourth. Not, I guess not fourth wall. Maybe three and a half. <laughs> You know, the, the three and a half wall. The old, the, the fabled three and a half wall. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, though. Like, I don't know, it just strikes me as kind of weird. I can see them using it for like, the band playing it live and then using it at the end credits, but to use it beforehand yeah. seems weird. When it, and, and the scene that they used it in, it was when you saw those, uh, these like punks driving through the streets in their mm-hmm. convertible and they were like flipping off all the other cars and yep. like threatening to fight people and stuff. I thought that those I thought that those characters were going to be pivotal in this movie somehow. Not at all. They never bring them back. Well, I wanted were, to see. Were they, the, they weren't the motorcycle gang. No. Okay. No, they were just a bunch of asshole kids who drinking were dressed in leather and stuff. Yep. yep. And they did show them in the crowd every once in a while, like rocking out to the to Shadow. Yeah. And uh, Made in Japan, but um, Made the in Japan. Your evil song is so fantastically bad. Oh, I good. love it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it reminded me of Hail Santa. <laughs> I think that's why I liked it so much. It was like uh, if we had written a hair metal song about New Year's Eve. Yeah. So back to it, though. She's stuck in this club or whatever, and this guy keeps calling in saying, uh, you know, it's one of those shows where they're they're announcing uh, New Year's in every every separate time zone. So like, oh, here's Chicago. Here's L.A. Here's, you know, doing yeah. them in, in order. Sure. And basically. It's like watching the, uh, what the hell's his name? The uh, Dick Clark. Dick Clark. New Year's, um, except for he's dead. Geared toward geared toward a younger audience. Um, <laughs> what a dick. Uh, so basically, every Clark. hour when they when they announce though a new New Year's, somebody is going to die. Right. He calls in and he tells them that. Um, and he uses a terrible like voice modulator, which is what you heard in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> you mean amazing? He sounded like a, Jay. You watch Doctor Who, right? Oh yeah. He sounded like a Dalek. Like a Dalek. Dalek. <laughs> Evil. Evil. I, it didn't click. I didn't, I didn't catch it's, it. It's exactly what he sounds like. Sorry. I've never, you don't, you never don't watch Doctor, Doctor Who, so you don't know what we're talking about. I don't. Um, so she's like stuck. It's kind of like like her character arc takes place in one building inside this club. Meanwhile, he's out you know, killing people. And did you ever see the movie Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage? Yes. Where the boxing thing or whatever, and everything happens inside the stadium? Yeah. I, I I picture a movie like Snake Eyes, right? Like the, the thrills or whatever of Snake Eyes, uh-huh. but with the horror slash like suspense of like Seven. Like put those two movies together. You're saying if you were to do a reimagining yes, of this, yeah. something like that. Yeah, like, yeah I and, could see and, that. and I think that would be really cool. Like like mm-hmm. you have a, like you have these people who are stuck in this building who are basically just being like they're just observing what's happening right. and they can't do anything There's about it. There's nothing they can do, yeah. You have this like Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitty type cop that's trying to like help her and figure it out. I don't know. I just think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I, I think this is that. ripe for reimagining. I really do. <clears throat> ripe. Just ripe. So I also, ripe. I fan casted this entire movie, oh my which God. we will talk about at the of end. Of course. Because we have that kind of time. Your fan casting is never no, that I think accurate, I got it good. Though. I think I got it good this We're, time. I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I just think that this movie, the, the plot of it is actually way better than it should have been. For a canon, like a, a shitty canon slasher, like Halloween ripoff. Yeah, it was uh, It was, It was. was not without its flaws, but for sure. Like, I, it was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it just got better, I felt, too. 
Like, the movie actually progressively got better. Yeah. Like, the kills got better. The I'm not going to say there was suspense, but, like, the, you know, the, 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 the progression just kind of kept you intrigued. Yeah. You know, they just kind of kept one-upping itself a little bit every single time. Yeah, and it, for sure. It, it kept you interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole movie is on YouTube, by the way. You can watch it for free on YouTube. It's the... Uh, I was kind of surprised. I was watching it on YouTube, and then mm-hmm. I think it was, I don't know, like a half hour in, and the then you, t- fi- you finally see TMC. the watermark down at the end, and yep. it's a TCM. Turner so Classic. this this aired on Turner Classic Movies at some yep. point in time. That's that just seems weird to me. Oh, they did because uh, it like they only because when I think of Turner Classic Movies, I think of like the original True Grit with uh, John Wayne or like the uh, what the hell's it the Bridge over the River Kauai and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> bridge, j- that like, movie, like old like old or, or like old war movies that your grandpa would watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't think of freaking Christmas Evil when I think of TCM. Yeah, they actually, um, they actually did a TCM did a double feature with this, and I want to say it was Black Christmas mm. or Christmas Evil. Was there a Christmas Evil? There was a Christmas Evil. It might have been Christmas Evil. Also uh, from 1980. Yes, it, it was Christmas Evil. They actually did a double feature for the holidays, uh, and that's probably the broadcast that this was from. Yep. Uh, it it has back to be to back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yep. read that. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh. Where we leave off at here? Uh, that that's the, that's the movie. The um, there's not a whole lot of gore in it for a slasher movie from the '80s. Like it wasn't um, like a super bloody, uh, gory movie by could any stretch. That, could that have been? I've you know uh, we watched it. We watched the TCM rip of it. So I mean, could, they showed boobs in the beginning. Oh, they did. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Christmas and also, titties. <laughs> Christmas titties. Oh, New Year's titties. New Year's um, titties. They uh, they also. They also swore. Yeah, yeah. Quite I don't think anything so, okay, was added. Yeah, so yeah, that's another weird thing. I didn't. Is Turner well, Classic Turner Movies a cable. premium? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a premium channel. Yeah. Well, like, premium cable. I don't think that it was necessarily like Showtime or something, but. Showtime. But yeah, it was definitely cable. You know, there, where they was, could do whatever they wanted. It was no Red Shoe Diaries, that's for sure. Well, is there is there an equal to Red Shoe Diaries? David Duchovny. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. XXX Files. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, um, yeah, like there were some things that were really weird. That like, what was your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite part of the movie? Let's start there. <clears throat> um, my favorite part of the movie. Jeez, I didn't really. Well, I. Well, first of all, I actually really. Favorite kill. How about that? Well, let's make it easy. Favorite well, my kill. favorite part. I actually really did like the music. <laughs> the music was good. Like I, I, it was just cheesy, like terrible eighties kind of like there was a few like like there was a punk rock song by uh uh um made in japan mm-hmm. called stupid blondes <laughs> i fu- i love that song i was like i'm i'm gonna track that song down and actually put that into my rotation because i thought it was a great song Do it. by today's standards if somebody heard you singing about loving stupid blondes because they're stupid uh you'd you know have the force of a thousand suns brought down upon you, you. But I don't the care The force about... of a thousand blondes, actually. Yeah, that. <laughs> but I'm blonde, and so is Mike, so I feel like we can kind of... We're okay. That's true. Like, we have... We and have, we're stupid. And we're stupid. Yeah, so, yeah, because we've got, immu- we've got immunity here. <laughs> uh, no, I really like that song. As far as kills go... Um, oh, uh, the trash can. That was my favorite. The dumpster? The dumpster. I it's on my list too. So <laughs> there's It was just a, really well done. It was like, just it was it was unexpected. Um so so this guy is he had already done one kill at midnight and this was midnight eastern time. So he uh he did that kill. And then it was time for uh um 
uh, what would it be? Because Eastern time and then what's next? Uh, is it uh, Mountain? Uh, Central, Central, Central time. Central. So for for Central time, he uh, he picks up this chick at a 70s club. And I like he, how he's going to different places, like yeah. different types of, like he, he goes and kills one chick at a sanitarium. And he's a really likable dude too, though. Yeah, he is. Like, he's like, like he really good at, he's like, yeah, he's, he's, like, tr- he's a charming guy. And then, uh, he I mean, goes, I, I would have left with him. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Especially if he said he was going to a, he, he, he said he was going to a party at Eric Estrada's yeah. house. Of course I'm going to get in your Mercedes, sir. Uh, so, he says that he's going to this party at Eric Estrada's, and he picks up this girl, and then she's like, "Well, my, my roommate's coming with us because I, you know, I can't just jump in a car with a stranger." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're more the merrier at this mm-hmm. point." And it's getting like down to the wire. Like he has to get this kill in within the next like minute and a half. He's getting like visibly frustrated. Yeah, too. he's getting frustrated about it, and uh, and he finally pulls off at a liquor store he tells one girl to go in he's like go in use the john and then i want you to take this cash and buy the biggest bottle of champagne that you can so she goes in uses the john buys the champagne when she comes back Four. out wait you're missing the most important part what the biggest bottle of champagne in the 80s five dollars Exactly. Because he goes, 94 and 95 makes 100. She bought the biggest bottle of champagne <laughs> for $5. The 80s were red. That's, That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, the 80s were red. <laughs> um, so <laughs> while she's in there, he, uh, how does he put this? Do you want to smoke a number? Is that what he says yeah. to her? Hey, you want to smoke a number? I'm assuming a joint. I don't, mm-hmm. I've never heard that terminology before, but he's like, he grabs this gigantic plastic bag and he's like, Hey, you want to smoke a number? And she's like, Oh yeah, sure. Smell it. And he's like, this is some really good stuff. Smell it. And he puts the bag over her head and suffocates her. And then when the other chick comes out, they're gone. And so you think that he just set it up to where she's going to discover the body, right? Mm-hmm. So he leaves like her shoe laying in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the parking lot and then another piece of clothing, and this girl's just kind of following the trail, and then she finally gets to a dumpster, and she sees the girl's sweater uh, sleeve hanging out of the dumpster. And you think that she's going to open up the dumpster and see her friend's dead body in there. She opens up the dumpster, and it's just black. It's just, like, it's darkness in there. And then all of a sudden... He flicks a lighter on, and you see his face. And his face is so creepy. Like yeah. it's, it's and the, you just don't expect it. And he's still wearing his cheesy '70s fake mustache. <laughs> and he pulls her in. You don't even see her dying or anything like that, but you you hear it going on. But I just thought that was a funny kill in my brain because I expected to see her get pulled into the dumpster for some reason. Yeah. And you don't see it, but in my brain, you know the very last scene of the original Nightmare on Elm Street where the mom gets sucked through the window and it's very visibly a blow-up doll. Yeah, getting yeah. Pulled. I'm just picturing, like, it cuts to a blow-up doll getting sucked into the dumpster. <laughs> like, that's, in my brain, that's what I saw, and it was making me crack up when I was watching it. I actually paused it, and I replayed my own image in my head. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I was picturing her getting sucked into between the, the lid and the side of the dumpster. Um, no, I, I love that kill, too, though, because it was just unexpected. Was that you your know? favorite one? Um, probably my favorite kill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love too at the very end. You know the um, you start to see a lot of the uh, kills from earlier in the movie in other places. And like he set pretty, the bodies up in other places. It's pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Actually, the the girl that you think you're going to see in the dumpster is like chained up in like a she's like hook slew or something like that, and she's like being hung. Uh, it on almost, like a it almost like reminded me set. of uh um what season of Dexter was it where uh. I think it was the ice truck killer. Mm-hmm. So it would have been the second season, I think. Uh, yes. Where um, 
the ice truck killer is like setting the bodies up. In or was these it the first r- season? Oh, it might have been the first season. I, mean, I think it was the first season. might have been the first season. Well, but he was setting the bodies up in like these really elaborate scenes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I got from that. Like you think that you're just going to find the, these two chicks like just dumped somewhere. Yep. But he had he had set the one up to where she was hanging by some chains, and like her were her arms kind of out at her sides like uh, this? I think they were kind of draped. Were they? But it, but it's very it's very similar to other movies at the time though, and a lot of slasher movies did that where you at the end of the sl- of the movie whatever slasher it was the Friday Thirteenth did it. Mm-hmm. I think there were some Halloween movies that did it, uh, and a lot of the copycat movies did it as well. Where at the end of the movie you would see all the kids that got killed. They'd be right. in a shed somewhere, or they would be. Uh, Sleepaway Camp movies did the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, and you would you'd see the bodies later on, and I always kind of loved that. Yeah. Because you get a sense of what he did with them after the fact. Right. Which to me was always a little bit more telling of how fucking creepy and heinous you know the the slasher was. Yeah. Because um, he didn't just kill him, like because he could have just killed him and left him in the dumpster. Yeah. But then he took his time to actually. But he did go... leave some though. The first one he left because the cops had to find the body. Right. But he left her. He he at least he pulled her over and put her in a closet. True. And then set her bloody high heel up outside the closet so that somebody would come and find her. What? Mm-hmm. She, but she wasn't the first. The first was the uh, the chick in the very very beginning, the, with all the beads in her hair. Her oh. hair was so loud. Yeah, it was. And distracting. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't hear you over your hair. Yeah. Speaking of weird sound effects. Yeah. That were that were inexplicable. Did you notice that in all the scenes in the that mosh take pitting place, scenes, you hear their feet? Yeah. It's like you're hearing a bunch of people like tap dancing with regular shoes that they're bouncing around as if you would hear that over live music. Well, so it was pretty obvious that because when they film scenes like that, they don't actually have the music going from the band. Correct. Right. Uh, so well, they can for for reference. Some yeah, but but that sounded ADR to me. Like it sounded like it was purposely put there. It does. It it made it so weird. It made because yeah. like like you said, it made it sound like the band was playing very quietly, and you could hear the tap the tapping of the footsteps yeah. on in the mosh it's pit. So and it's so bizarre yeah. sounding. Like why is it even there? It doesn't need to be. There's a, there's a part where they actually do like a slow mo shot, um, sort of with the crowd. That wasn't slow mo. I thought that at the same time too. But the band was just playing like this really slow bluesy song. And everybody in the crowd was also just moving very slowly. They're just moshing very slow. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a slow mo shot. So it's so weird. Unless they wanted to make it look like it was a slow mo shot without actually doing. Like maybe they didn't have the budget to do a slow mo shot. I have no idea. That's a small budget. That's <laughs> um, yeah, but it's super weird, super distracting. But um, so the big the big reveal at the end is just who the killer is. Now, in the story, the girl that plays the uh, the the host, um, what was her name here? We didn't go over into the cast, but let's be honest. Oh, they, Blaze? They don't really matter. Um, yes. Uh, Blaze was the... Uh, what's it? It's, oh, that must have been her stage name because they she's credited as Roz, Roz Kelly. Roz Kelly, yeah. But Blaze was the name that she went by in the movie. So Blaze... Um, she in the very beginning of the movie she talks about how her husband is down in the keys somewhere oh doing God. blow doing whatever like he's you know she, wasn't up there for her show she was this actress was pinky tuscadero from happy days are you shitting me that didn't register with me yeah. no shit yeah you're not wrong wow look at that all right anyway keep going huh. sorry <laughs> weird no weird i would never i never would have i mean i've watched happy days a little bit i never would have picked her out though 
Um, so they talk about her husband though, who's like coked out and drunk down in the keys somewhere or down in the, was down, the keys? yeah, down in Palm Springs, Palm Springs. Yeah. And, um, and her son is also up there and she's kind of a shitty mother and just ignores her son. Like her son's trying to share with her that I got this great acting gig and I didn't even drop your name for it. I did it all on my own. Like he's well, trying he, he to, didn't, he didn't even tell her that he didn't drop the name. No, not at that point. He didn't. Right. But like he's like trying to get his mother's like attention and affection through this, and just, she's just yeah. ignoring him. He wants his mother's approval, but she's too caught up in her own yeah. business to even pay attention to him. So they dropped that in the very beginning, and I, I, I'll be honest with you, I saw this coming from a mile away, of who the who the killer was. Yeah, they, they didn't really hide that fact very well, and if they thought they did, they didn't. I think that they thought they did. Like I don't. I don't well, they I don't. also thought that voice was probably scary too. <laughs> Let's be honest. So whoever made a lot of the decisions this movie probably shouldn't. Have. <laughs> um, that being said, that was not to me the fact that the husband was the killer. To me, was not the that was not the real reveal of the movie. Mm-hmm. The real reveal of the movie is that cassette tapes can rewind. Oh God. <laughs> When <laughs> instant replay, he's so he's so enamored with the fact that look at this, it's amazing. It can rewind. It's instant replay. Like he's, he's like so fascinated. He's by like, that. what a world we live in, or something like that. Like the time, like the technology of the days is just amazing. And he's carrying this fucking tape recorder around him that's the size of an old boombox. Yeah, it's like part of the movie is that as he's killing people, he's recording it because yeah. you can record on tape too. And then he's playing it back over the telephone. That must have been like so baller at the time. Like, oh my god. Right? He pushes two buttons and it actually records it's a what's really, going on. It's a really good thing they, they, they made sure not to do anything that was dated in this movie <laughs> because that would just be a, a total you know waste of... <laughs> Oh boy! So if they if they if they redid it now, it would have to be like he's using Instagram Live or something. I was gonna go VR, but oh oh, like they could broadcast VR. Like oh. you're there living the kills, and that would make sense because you could see him acting out his his kills, but you wouldn't POV. be able to tell who he is. Oh, oh my god! Let's write this bitch. Right? Let's write a. We call it VR virtual. What's yeah. a good R word? I don't know. You got to think. Vir- rim jobs. Rampage. <laughs> Virtual rampage. <laughs> Virtual rim jobs. Actually, you can already see those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> um, so his whole reason, though, there's a pop on my part. His whole reason. The whole, uh, the whole reason that he is killing people, and they're all related to her, by, to the wife, is because she was basically a... a shitty person like he's he's like, i'm gonna take my son and we're gonna go to the what super bowl or whatever rose bowl rose bowl mm-hmm. and he's gonna do all this stuff and you're a shitty mo- and i gotta be honest with you he kind of had a point it's kind of right she was kind of a shitty mom not that he <laughs> not that not that that really warrants murdering a bunch of innocent people <laughs> nah, but i kind it. of understand where he's coming <laughs> from no because oh. he even says like your your son came in and like he wanted to surprise you and tell you that he got this super cool acting job job and he didn't even use his own last name so they had no idea that he was your son mm-hmm. and he did it all on his own and like and he's just basically telling her that she's a shitty person and a shitty mom and a terrible wife and so they're gonna get rid of her and live their lives happy yeah and uh but still doesn't warrant the murder of a bunch of innocent talking people. talking about her actually reminds me of my favorite almost kill it wasn't my favorite kill because she didn't actually die mm-hmm 
But my favorite almost kill, which I thought was really brutal, he chains her up to the bottom of an elevator car. Oh, yeah. And like, and and basically br- was going to bring her all the way up just to drop her mm-hmm. and smash her. Yeah. And the line that he gives right before he like lets her go up is like the greatest line ever. He just looks, he looks at her and he goes, he goes, uh, 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 enjoy your going away party. Get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's gonna get smashed, and also because oh, it's New great. Year's Eve, it's so fantastic. you can drink champagne and get it's, smashed. It's absolutely fantastic. It's sort of a double, double meaning. Everything about <laughs> this flick was really cookie cutter for yeah. a slasher movie, but it worked so perfectly. You had mentioned the music before. Mm-hmm. There's parts of the music that were so simple and stupid, of like just piano cues, like when um, the part where uh, there is a uh, there's a there's a chick and her boyfriend at a drive-in theater. I always appreciate a good drive-in theater scene in a horror movie. Yeah, I know you do. And uh, you know, so there's this guy and this girl. Oh, uh, by the way, they were watching. Get busy. By the way, they were watching Blood Feast. So that's it pretty. cool. Wasn't the actual Blood Feast? Oh, it wasn't. So there was a movie called like like the the six something virgin something or other. Okay. There's a name for it. It's in the trivia of um, IMDb actually, and it was actually distributed under the title Blood Feast. But it wasn't Blood Feast. Really? So it's so not it's... actually wrong, but it's not the Blood Feast that everyone knows, like the Herschel <clears throat> Gordon Lewis one. Oh, okay. But um, anyway, so there's these two there's these two kids in the back of a car. And um, by the way, dude, that guy had the best job in the world. He got hired for probably a couple hours for you the mean, shooting. You mean because he got to sit in the back of a nice car? Here's your direction. <laughs> yes, that's the one. He... <laughs> He, We're gonna, here's your direction. I want you to sit in the back of this car, put your hand down her shirt, and just uh, just just go to town. Just just really go for it. <laughs> like yeah, that, he wasn't. That was literally his role. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't uh, that wasn't uh, that wasn't acting feeling up. That was real feeling up. Dude, dude had the role of a lifetime. That's all I'm saying. They uh, they he wanted, retired right after that, and he lived a good life. They, they wanted to keep things authentic <laughs> in this movie, and they really went for it. Anyway, though, so he's chasing the girl though later on, mm-hmm. and they're running through the. She's running through the woods, mm-hmm. and there's these really simple piano cues mm. that are just like these suspenseful, like one note piano cues, and it's super effective, super cookie cutter, super, you know, it's. The, the sounds that you would expect to hear in a slasher movie, uh-huh. but it works so well. Like it didn't it didn't need to be anything else. It didn't need to be <clears throat> something new. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and they even did the uh the, the classic she's running through the forest and then it shows him and he's just sort of walking at a really fast pace. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. the uh so one of the things that stuck out Which in this is pre Jason, by the way. Um, because Friday the 13th came out in 1980 as well, but Jason wasn't the killer then. So it's pre, pre at least Jason, but Michael Myers did the same thing. Yeah, Mike, so yeah, yeah never mind. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I liked, I've seen this, I've seen this many, many times, uh, like in, in horror forums and stuff like that mm-hmm. and never knew that it was linked to this movie. The, the weird mask that he wears at the end. Yeah, what the what that was. It's almost really like bizarre. Do you remember that site? Uh, Ask Jeeves. I do. It was the Jeeves. It was like the Jeeves face. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's what I don't Jeeves remember looked, it looked like. like that. Yeah, just it's like really weird. Yeah. So I, but I, the mask is cool. I actually really like. I I wish that that mask would have been donned a little more mm-hmm. in the movie. Like maybe he would have been wearing it the whole time. Honestly. Uh, I've but then it wouldn't have worked. Though. It wouldn't have worked with him. <laughs> 
trying to charm people into, you know, luring them away from parties and stuff. Yeah, I, um, yeah, no, it wouldn't have, but I, the, I, I think uh, that it would have lost its luster, too, though, if you saw it too much. Yeah, it just probably. would have become stupid and cheesy after a while. Yeah. The, God uh, forbid these movies become cheesy. The story arc with the sun's kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't really understand the son's motivation unless he knew the entire time that it was the dad doing it, which he, it seemed like he, he did, did. Yeah. and he was just kind of like, it was almost like he didn't agree with killing his mom, and he was trying one last time to get her affection, and when she didn't, he just like lost it. Is what it seems like. You mean to me. when he came in and like told her that he got the the role? Yeah, and then she ignored him, and that was like okay, she That's really what set is. the whole thing in motion. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe not in motion, then, but, but then, put him on board with his dad. But then his progression throughout the movie, he just gets, like, weirder and weirder. He, he starts talking to himself. He puts and, his, like, nylons on his head and, like, these weird, he, like, futuristic glasses. Like, what? Is he in a cyberpunk movie? Like, I, <laughs> it didn't make any sense. That's what... So what I thought was, like, there was... It was kind of obvious. I mean, it was pretty obvious that uh, the husband was the killer throughout the entire movie. That yeah. he was the husband. Um, but there was a point in time where I thought, because... Uh, they brought in a psychologist and he's starting to talk about like, oh, this, this looks like a classic, classic case of like, uh, somebody with a Oedipus complex, Mm -hmm. like somebody, like he's mutilating the breasts of the women that he's killing. So it's, and that's very typical of psychopaths, especially ones who have Oedipus complex. Mm -hmm. And the son at the same time was kind of spiraling, like going sort of crazy. I thought what was going to happen was, uh, there would finally be a killing in the club and it would be the son and well no there would be a killing in the club and it would be the guy who was killing everybody else but then they would see the son kind of having his mental breakdown and they would assume that he was the one doing everything because Mm. of the oedipus complex thing and they would end up killing him and then the last thing you see is the killer gets away away. scot-free because they think that they've got the killer pinned on the son here well they did something sort of similar to that like mm. it's it's not the same thing obviously but they did a passing of the torch where yeah you know the husband did die he threw himself off of a, a roof but then the son though basically grabs the mask that he was wearing puts it on and the very last scene that you get is him driving away with the mother in the back of an ambulance and so i love that ending because again it's so cookie cutter it's so yeah. generic but i want to see that sequel now like make it today make it make a sequel to this 35 years later, 40 years later, whatever it ends up being. Like, you know, do it. But he, he's sitting in the front of the ambulance. Like, she was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So when they brought her out on the stretcher, because she had she had gone through all of this and she kind of had a... She was, she was okay, but she had kind of had like a... She'd been tossed around a bit, had yeah. a little bit of a mental breakdown. So they're taking her out on the stretcher and all these fans and reporters and stuff are standing outside of this place going, oh my God, what's wrong with Blaze and blah, blah, blah. And they're surrounding the ambulance. And he's sitting in the front of the ambulance with the weird mask on. Mm-hmm. The mask that was just on the dead dad who had fallen from the building. How did nobody notice that he was sitting in the front of the ambulance? Because there were people standing right next to him, like ne- next to the windshield. True. People saw him run over, though, and grab the mask off of his dad. And so maybe they just thought he was weird. I don't know. Or just, I mean, you just watch your dad die, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, let, like, him, let him be. He's, yeah. I don't know, I'm just, it is weird though, I agree. What was with the dad quoting Hamlet right before he jumped off the... I think the writers were just trying to be deep or something, I don't know. I, I, I wanted to, like, I looked up, I had never, I've never actually read Hamlet or watched, like, a... 
a play or un- anything. So I cultured swine. Well, so I looked up the synopsis for Hamlet uh, on the way on the way here, and I listened to it on YouTube, and I couldn't really, I, like there no connection. I I think there's a I think there's a little bit of like the Oedipal kind of thing going on in Hamlet, but I couldn't really the the particular quote that he did in this movie. I don't think it really had any significant like connection. The, I, I was I like, that's that kind was, of a weird choice. Like why? I think that was just the writers that? thinking that they were being cool. Yeah, like we're gonna throw a Hamlet line at the end of this because we're deep. <laughs> well, he's wearing this <laughs> stupid ass Jeeves mask. <laughs> um, I think I, I think we've pretty much touched on seventy five percent of this movie. Yeah, I would still recommend it though. It, it's it's a decent slasher from nineteen eighty, and you can uh, watch it for free on YouTube. So exactly. you might as well. It's actually decent quality too. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not it like high, it's not HD or anything, but it's it's compared to a lot of the free movies that are on. Uh, oh, it's oh, kind of similar, right? It is similar. I'm looking. I'm showing him the SG's mask. Um. Yeah, I mean, as far as a lot of the YouTube movies are really bad quality sometimes, this one's actually not terrible. It's more than watchable. Yeah. Um, so I, I would recommend watching it. You know, it's a lot of these cookie-cutter slasher movies that came out after, like, Halloween. They A lot of them just suck. Uh, this one was out of 10. If, if Halloween is, like, the 10, yeah, I would give this a 5, which is, you know, at least halfway there. A lot of them are, like, 1s and 2s, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so five or six, I would give this one. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, for sure. It's fun. Yeah, it was fun. I yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. So speaking of of the new year, before we wrap up here, mm-hmm. let's give some New Year's resolutions. Now, are you doing just New Year's resolutions in general, or for the for the show? For the show, I have mine picked out. All right, well, let's hear it. My New Year's resolution for this show, mm-hmm. because I buy the beer, mm-hmm. I want to get. Uh, over the course of the next year, mm-hmm. uh, beer from fifteen different countries. Fifteen different countries. That's my that's my resolution. Oh I'm gonna hold myself to it. That's gonna be hard considering we drink most ninety percent of the beer we drink is from Michigan. <laughs> you should just do fifteen different states. <laughs> nope, fifteen different countries. I think in the entire history of our show, we haven't done <laughs> beer from fifteen different states, let alone fifteen different Two countries. States: Michigan beers, and then Ipswich, <laughs> <laughs> and then tonight's Indiana. Three states. All right, so fifteen different countries, which That's is going to be hard because you have to because you have to the names have to fit the themes I too. Oh, I know. I'm tough. not saying I'm going to hit it. It's just a goal to strive for. I will I will help you in that goal. All right. Mostly because I can't think of a good New Year's resolution <laughs> for our show. I can't think of any other countries. <laughs> <laughs> America that's a, that's and a damn good America. Amer- the United States of trump America. Yep. That's the one. Yep. Uh, God, you got any good... Uh, New Year's resolutions. Just gonna keep throwing some some stellar facts of the week, man. <laughs> you should uh, you should okay. You should give us stellar facts from fifteen, 15 different, different countries. countries. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gonna be the theme? Fifteen different countries, something. Yes. What do you got then? Oh God. Um, you need. Uh, how about uh, you need to? Whoa, whoa! Blu-rays from fifteen different countries. Blue. But that, this that just got less that's just got less That's all based. That's all based on what the internet tells me. I can't really control that. Okay, I'm gonna give you a pass next week. 
Okay. Next week, you give us yours. All right. That's All right. fair. So uh, we're obviously not going to spin the uh, Pizza Wheel of Death this week because next week is our third annual look ahead. Mm-hmm. Third time we're doing this. That's crazy. Remember when we thought we wouldn't get past two episodes? Yeah. <laughs> we're going into our third year, which much, is kind of crazy, actually. Much to everyone's chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> everyone involved. Um, so yeah, so next week we'll be looking at uh, what's coming up in 2019, things we're looking forward to, things we're maybe not. If you're if you're familiar with our show, it will be The Shape of Drunk to Come three. Part 3. And uh, we've already got one to talk about with the new Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, because... that'll probably be like the the creme de la creme for uh yeah. for next year yeah because it looks gnarly. i just don't see anything being better than that but, no. that's but we'll just see me. we shall see well all right all right well hey uh happy new year happy new year to everyone and uh if you would like to find us on social media you can find us on soundcloud instagram and facebook at the buzzed kill podcast you can also find us on twitter at the buzz kill pc and on all third fourth fifth and sixth uh streaming uh services pretty much if you can stream something we're on it and if we're not on it deal with it Mm -hmm. uh you can also find us on uh the new year's eve uh ever swipe right (laughs) if you want to find j-raj you can find me on all social media at ocean recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs that's right I think I'm actually gonna make us a. Uh, I'm gonna make us a. Uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the swipe white. Swipe white. Swipe white. Swipe, swipe white. left. Uh, what is it? What's it called? Uh, Tinder. I'm gonna make us a Tinder. A, so, a so, buzzkill Tinder. A buzzkill Tinder. So when people like pass like us on the street, they can just be like, "Oh, it's that." Oh my god. Be sweet. But what if we match with anybody? Well, they then then they knowingly know they're getting into a three way, and I kind of want to know if they do. I think that would be. And a, if we see them, it'd actually be a four way. And if we see them on the street at that point, I will just pass them on the left, <laughs> and then they'll get the point. Oh, he just passed me on the left. Wait, hold on. On your left or their left? My left. I don't know. If you're passing them on their on you your be the on your left, them. then it, you'd be going to their right, which means they still swiped right. Ah, oh, shit. You have to just. You have to. I'm leap, just gonna run. You have to, you have to, you have to leapfrog over them. <laughs> the All right, guys. All right. Uh, well, hey, it's uh, been a good year. Yeah. I'll. Uh, we'll a see lovely you guys, time. We'll see you guys next year. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Try to have a good year.